0: This is the Golden V podcast. The Golden V podcast is a Vancouver, Canada based podcast talking Vancouver sports. We talk about hockey, football, baseball, soccer, and other sports, including the Canucks, Lions, Vancouver Whitecaps, Canadians, and any other relevant sports news in the Vancouver, Canada area. Hey everybody, welcome back. It's episode 12 of the Golden V Podcast. Wednesday, February the 23rd, 2022. And yet again, lots of exciting Vancouver sports news. Uh, Kicking off off the top here, obviously, for a lot of us, the Vancouver Canucks are top of mind. So the next game for the Canucks is tomorrow night, Thursday, um, against the Calgary Flames. Calgary coming in, obviously, one of the best teams in the NHL and on a 10-game winning streak. Thanks in large part to, amongst other things, is what many fans will know is a play of people such as Jacob Markstrom, the ex-Canuck, and of guys like Chris Tanov. Uh But for the Canucks, this is a significant game too because it's a promotion on uh, Black History Month, including some really cool stuff outside the stadium prior to the game. And so I'm just looking down at it here. Uh, live performances by local artists, Caribbean food truck. Uh, different uh, stands around the concourse, the Black Business Association, BC. So, Salt and Sear Catering and Tommy's Jerk, the special uh, Black History Month. There's also a retail collection, of some pretty uh, cool-looking jerseys. Uh, so, good for the Canucks to uh, put their support behind Black History Month. Uh, last game for the Canucks was a 5-2 win over the Seattle Kraken on Monday, um, Canucks now sitting at two games above 500, I believe at 24 and 22 and 1. Uh, so, you know, not a bad record, but not a phenomenal record in the playoff conversation, at least somewhat, but in a wild card spot. Um, interesting to note that game on Monday against the Kraken, uh, the best line was the fourth line of Tyler Mott, Matthew Hymore, and Juho Lamaco. Uh, Lamaco obviously drawing attention, at least in some ways. Uh, just because the fact that he was traded for the Canucks' uh, Ole Levy to Florida earlier this season, um, you know, and everybody knows about, I wouldn't call it the hype, but all the expectation around a guy like Ulevi drafted fifth overall in 2016. Uh, nothing really ever panned out here with Ulevi despite injuries as well. Uh, and so I guess people are watching Lamako pretty closely um, to see what he's going to be able to do for the Canucks. So at least there's some win and return on that trade. And just the fact that, um, at least from a Canucks perspective, Ulevi didn't really turn into anything significant. Uh, Tyler Mott with a goal and an assist. Um, Travis Hamannick, Vasily Pakolzin, Bohorvat, and Tanner Pearson scored for the Canucks. Um, Canucks are now 24, 22, and six. Uh, Elias Patterson and JT Miller each contributed a pair of assists, as did Alamico. Uh, the Kraken... Looking at here, obviously another former Canuck draft pick who scored 21 goals actually this season, which is Jared McCann, who's already now played 400 NHL games. And we all remember how he started in a Canucks uniform and then was traded to Florida, had stops in places like Pittsburgh um, and also now in Seattle. Um, The Canucks are 6-3-1 in their last 10 outings but got pounded by the Anaheim Ducks 7-4 on Saturday. Uh, And so... You know the Canucks win some games and they beat some teams like Seattle. Uh, they get pounded by the Ducks, and then the previous games they beat the Sharks. But in the Sharks game too, it took them till overtime, and they were up and leading in that game at one point, I believe, by two goals, uh, three to one. And so the Sharks still managed to tie it, which is not great um, for the Canucks. This is a more complete effort for Vancouver, though they only allowed twenty-seven shots. Thatcher Demko stopped twenty-five. Um, the Canucks did get 46 shots on Seattle. Um, so, you know, a bit of a better effort than the games against Toronto and San Jose, where there's high shot totals against the Canucks of over 40 shots. Um, you know, and the Canucks just didn't look great defensively. So we'll see how they do tomorrow against, uh, Calgary. Uh, you know, Calgary being one of the best teams in the league. Um, and really, really hot right now, that Calgary team. So Canucks are going to have to be careful with that one. That's not going to be an easy one. Uh, moving down to the Vancouver Warriors, now the lacrosse team, NLL, National Lacrosse League, who've now won three straight. They beat the Calgary Roughnecks 11-10, playing the uh, Panther City team again this Saturday that I saw back on February the 5th. So that should be interesting. I seem to remember in the past, before the team moved to Rogers Arena, was called the, the stealth at the Calgary Roughnecks, were a team that used to beat Vancouver uh, pretty regularly, having seen a couple of those uh, games myself and just knowing that you know past years the Warriors haven't been as good uh teams like Calgary always seem to beat up the Warriors so nice to see some success for the Vancouver Warriors now um considering you know last season was and the previous seasons were so screwed up by COVID um so it's nice to see that the uh team is having some success uh moving down too we're coming up on some big uh news for the Vancouver Whitecaps as well. Um, obviously, with departure of Maxime Crepeau, uh, the Whitecaps have re-signed goal, goalkeeper Thomas Sal to a new contract through 2023 with club options for 2024 and 2025. Um, I'm not sure exactly. I'm going to have to do some research a little bit more for the next show um, just on the Whitecaps and uh, what their goaltending situation looks like um, without Crepeau. Uh, they have Hassal. Um, a solid sign to that contract. Um, you know, just running down some of the numbers here on that, uh, looking at how many appearances he has for the Whitecaps. Um, just looking here, 16 starts, 17 appearances. Um, start 11 of his 12 appearances for the Whitecaps. That's their development squad in 2019. um, you know he's a Canadian goalkeeper, obviously. Uh, started seven matches in twenty twenty one, two wins, two losses, and three draws, and so you know, not a bad record. but um, I am going to have to see uh, what other kind of things the the Whitecaps have. Um, you know, just given the season. But what's more exciting for the Whitecaps too, though, is they wrapped up their uh, final regular season game. Uh, sorry, not a regular season game, a preseason trip in California, being the LA Galaxy four two. Uh, Brian White uh, scored a hat trick in that one. So um, Ryan Gold also was obviously very prominent in that game, and we remember how uh, well Brian White played last year after coming over from New York FC to the, to the Whitecaps, um, just seeing what what um, you know he can do. So the Whitecaps, obviously, this coming Saturday, Feb 26th. Uh, They open their season at the Columbus Crew. It's going to be live on TV. That's awesome. And we mentioned this before, March 5th, uh, the Whitecaps are back at BC Place for their home opener against no less than the defending MLS Cup champions, New York City FC. So, um, you know, not going to be an easy uh, home opener for the Whitecaps against the defending MLS champions. And I remember uh, watching, you know, the Whitecaps in the playoffs last year, and they basically didn't get past the first round, uh, losing to Kansas City, you know, which is fine. I mean, they really turned that season around. They changed the coach. Um, They brought in Sartini. So it's nice to see uh, a little bit of success carrying forward for the Whitecaps um, to start. But this is just the preseason. So there's a long, long way to go. Um, Just looking at some of their upcoming games, uh, it looks like we've got um, the... Game against New York at home on March the 5th. Their next home game, though, is not until Saturday, April 2nd, against Kansas City, uh, and then the following Saturday, April 9th, against the Portland Timbers. Uh, so, let's see if I can pull up the complete schedule, but that's at least some of the upcoming home games for the Whitecaps. Uh, and April's really not that far away when you think about um, the fact that we're almost done with February. So, it's nice to see uh, we're turning the page, getting a little closer to spring uh, when you see that the MLS is starting um i don't have any other uh, just to take a quick bridge there any kind of vancouver canadians news as of yet we're going to do a little research for next week uh still have more uh, bc lions news uh, this is a really significant uh hire for the lions uh the first female coaching hire in canadian football league history uh, tanya walters a defensive assistant on the coaching staff uh, that's a pretty cool move by the bc lions um Walter herself began her journey in 2013 as a player. And I didn't know there's a Western Women's Canadian Football League. Uh, she played for the Edmonton Storm, uh, Team Alberta, and Team Canada, uh, winning a women's team win and a silver medal at the IFAF Women's World Championship in 2017. And so there's clearly some interesting stuff happening here. Um, she... I'm just trying to think what else Walter did here. Um... She served with the West Hampton Raiders girls tackle football team. Um, you know, just a couple of quick bits of information from Coach Rick Campbell about uh, why this hire is significant. So it'll be interesting to see how this one plays out. Uh, full props to the BC Lions got on them for bringing her in. Lions also sign um, Hakeem Butler, an American wide receiver to the roster. The Lions really loading up on receivers as we've talked about in past shows for the camp uh, upcoming uh, I don't have the exact dates, and I probably should uh, when a training camp exactly starts, but I know we're getting, we should be getting, unless uh, COVID has any other plans, uh, for a full 18-game CFL season. Um, Lions have a game Friday, June 3rd against Saskatchewan. The Rough Riders at home, and then the Edmonton Elks come on Saturday, June the 11th. So uh, good to see that back on the schedule. i uh, just looking at the BC Lions um scheduled to May 28th at Calgary, uh, Saturday at 1 PM, but that's a, I don't know if that's the first official game of the regular season, um, but you know, you got the complete rundown on bclines.com uh, for that schedule. And so just a quick note here on Butler, uh, selected in the thir- fourth round by Arizona in the 2019 NFL entry draft. That's the Arizona Cardinals, uh, Moved to the Philadelphia Eagles in 2020. Played two games. 10 to 2021 20, training camp with the Carolina Panthers. Um, you know he looks like w- with Butler's career. Um, you know redshirted in 2015. For those who don't know him, he's an injured player. Uh, 37 games over three seasons at Iowa State. 110 receptions, 2,200 yards, and 18 touchdowns. Um, second Team All-American honors from the Athletic and College Football News in 2018. I'm just trying to look and see if I have any other info on Butler. But those are the two uh, sort of significant pieces of Lions news. Um, obviously, the first uh, defensive assistant who's a female hire is very significant. Um, I'm really excited to see how this one plays out. But a uh, little bit of, of uh, you know, Lions news starting to filter in. And so that's going to be the uh, end of episode 12 for this week. I want to thank you for turning, tuning in to the Golden V podcast. And we will talk to you again next week. This is the Golden V podcast golden beef podcast is a vancouver canada based podcast talking vancouver sports we talk about hockey football baseball soccer and other sports including the canucks lions vancouver whitecaps the canadians and any other relevant sports news in the vancouver canada area